How do we know we are sons and daughters of God? Is this accomplished by joining a church? Is it accomplished when the brethren extend the right hand of fellowship? Is it transacted when one graduates from a set of classes or is baptized as a baby? The answer to all the above is no. On this website, God Said, Man Said proves scholastically and pragmatically that God is, that he authored the scriptures and will hold all men accountable to his word at a very soon coming judgment day. Presently, this website hosts 363 proof subjects in text and streaming audio, with the addition of one new one, God willing, every Thursday Eve. The ability to quote all of these messages verbatim will not make you a child of God. Memorizing and quoting every verse in the Bible will not accomplish the task. Even believing in God is not sufficient. As James chapter 2, verses 19 and 20 reads, Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Becoming a son or daughter of God requires being born into the family of God. To do this, one must believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, repent of all sins, confess with the mouth, be baptized in water, depart from sin, and follow Christ Jesus according to his word. Acts chapter 2 verse 38 and 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 19. The confirmation that this transaction is sealed in heaven is established according to Romans chapter 8 verses 14 through 17. But as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. This is our proof that we are sons and daughters of God. He that is bigger than the laws of nature, which he created, he that created the universe while being someplace outside it, he that created time yet exists outside of it, his spirit certifies that we are children of God. If you have not yet chosen Christ, or if you are plagued with doubts about your salvation, click on the Further with Jesus for immediate resolution. Now for today's subject. God said, 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 3 through 14. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers, walking after their own lust, and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. For this they willingly are ignorant of, that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of the water and in the water, whereby the world that then was, being overflowed with water, perished. But the heavens and the earth, which are now by the same word, are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to us word, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up, seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved. 
What manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? Looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless. God said, Matthew chapter 24, excuse me, verses 8 through 14. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. And ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. God said uh, in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1, 2, and 3. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind, or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Man said, These foolish doomsday prophets make me laugh. There is no end to this world, and certainly no judgment day. Now the record. This feature is number 11 under the general title of 21 Signs of Doomsday. We highly recommend you read them all. If you visited them before, do it again. The information is literally staggering. The features are listed below. A last day sign is proclaimed by Jesus Christ in Matthew twenty four twelve, and because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Brother Paul reiterates this word in Second Thessalonians two three, let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. It's important not to confuse church attendance with loving God and his Christ. Religious organizations have always flourished, but those who will embrace the word of God without compromise will always be a chosen few. Jesus said concerning eternal life in Matthew seven fourteen, and few there be that find it. Do you find these words intimidating as I do? This reminds me of the Lord's words in Luke thirteen twenty four: strive to enter in at the straight gate, for many, I say unto you, will seek to enter in and shall not be able. Isaiah 66, 2 declares that to impress God, one must be humble and repentant before him and tremble at his words. It reads, For all those things hath mine hand made, and all those things have been, saith the Lord, but to this man will I look, even to him that is poor and of a contrite spirit, and trembleth at my word. Loving God requires complete surrender unto his word, and we as believers must strive to enter in. In the days of the infant church, a ruling principle prevailed among the faithful, known as sola scriptura, a Latin term meaning scriptures alone. There is still a sprinkling of these believers around the globe. 
The authority of the scriptures has been cast off by much of the confessing church over a vast array of doctrines. A short list follows. A 6,000-year-old earth that God created in six literal 24-hour days. Great miracles of the Bible. The virgin birth. The resurrection. Miracles for today. Blood redemption. Water baptism by immersion. Baptism of the Holy Ghost as received on the day of Pentecost. Laying hands on the sick. Casting out devils. Fasting and prayer. God's abhorrence of homosexuality. Abstinence from alcohol. God's commandment against mixing Christ with devil's custom. Women in the pulpits. Many of the churches casting off the majority text authorized King James Version of the Bible, etc., etc., etc. 2 Timothy 4, verse 3 and 4, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned unto fables. Truly the love of many is waxing cold. The prophet Amos writes in chapter 8, 11 and 12, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord God that I will send a famine in the land, and not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea, and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, and shall not find it. The famine has arrived. God said men said has addressed the above issues previously, and it certainly bears repeating. But this article will address another dimension of the last days falling away. The time that elapsed from Abraham until Christ was approximately 2,000 years. During this time, the Jewish people were given the charge of protecting and promoting the very word of God and to usher in the long-awaited Messiah of the world. When the time came for the Messiah to be revealed, the Jewish religious leadership had abandoned the spirit of truth so thoroughly that they could not recognize the Christ. In fact, it was so much so that they dubbed him a sorcerer and a bastard and crucified the king of glory. The apostles and disciples continued to carry the message of the Savior to the Jewish people. Initially, they experienced some considerable success, but soon the Jewish leaders and most of the Jewish people violently rejected their Messiah. Acts chapter 18 verses 5 and 6. And when Silas and Timotheus were come from Macedonia, Paul was pressed in the spirit and testified to the Jews that Jesus was Christ. And when they opposed themselves and blasphemed, he shook his raiment and said unto them, Your blood be upon your own heads. I am clean. From henceforth I will go unto the Gentiles. For approximately 2,000 years now, the Gentile Christians have been given the charge of protecting and promoting the very word of God and to minister Jesus Christ the Messiah to a lost and dying world. When the time comes for the second coming of Jesus Christ to this earth, the church's leadership will have so thoroughly rejected the spirit of truth in Christ Jesus, so much so that if he came incognito to preach in their pulpits, he would not be invited back. He would be dubbed divisive, unloving, intolerant, out of touch with the mores of today's churchianity, and generally unfit to minister. Yes, the love of many is waxing cold. Doomsday approaches. Jesus speaks of it in Luke twenty-one, twenty-one through 24. Then let them which are in Judea flee to the mountains, and let them which are in the midst of it depart out, and let not them that are in the countries enter therein too. 
for these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. For there shall be great distress in the land, and wrath upon this people. And they shall fall by the edge of the sword, and shall be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles, until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. The times of the Gentiles are soon to expire. The apostate condition of the church is another sign of the impending doomsday. God said, Matthew 24, verse 12, And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. God said, Second Thessalonians 2, 1 through 3, Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind, or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition." Man said, These foolish doomsday prophets make me laugh. There is no end to this world, and certainly no judgment day. Now you have the record.